My name is Hal Habecker. I'm with Finishing Well Ministries, and it's a joy to be with you today. I'm here with Randy Hess, who I'll say a minute, uh, a tidbit about in a minute. But we've just finished the six essentials. I encourage you to go back and re-listen to them. You can listen to them at finishingwellministries.org forward slash podcast. But we want to go on talking about a number of different issues in the weeks to come that we think are relevant to really understanding what Finishing Well is all about. And by the way, if you have ideas or questions or topics you want us to address, please let us know. Email them to me at how at finishingwellministries.org, and we'll, we'll deal with them. And remember, again, that all of our podcasts are located on our webpage, finishingwellministries.org forward slash podcast. Now, I mentioned earlier, I want to tell you just a tad about Randy Hess. Uh, he is a very, very dear friend, and you hear him on the counter side of this, all these podcasts. I met Randy about uh, nine years ago, nine, ten years ago, in the church where I was a pastor, and we just hit it off and began working together, thinking together about life and finishing well. Uh, Randy has a PhD and a career in organizational behavior, and he has mentored and coached hundreds of business leaders around Dallas-Fort Worth and really across the country. Uh, most of all, God has knit our hearts together in this Finishing Well ministry idea, and uh, he's been a great encouragement to me and to this mission. So welcome, Randy, and it's great to have you with us this morning again. Thank you, Hal. Good morning. Uh, it's great to be here today, and uh, I'm looking forward to this discussion, Hal. Um, you know, we talked about bringing different subjects up as we talked about the podcast. And I think this is, um, we're starting down a journey here of, of talking about some things that apply to the, uh, shall we say, the culture today, and other things will apply to uh, other issues of finishing well. But today we'll talk about something that I think could be considered uh, relevant to the thinking of a lot of people out there. In fact, some of them may have been impacted. Uh, by our topic today, Hal, as you know. So uh, I'm looking forward to talking here a little bit about this subject. Um, me too, Randy. Uh, and we do want to talk in future podcasts about COVID-19 and how it's impacted our world. But we want to use a word that's been a phrase that's been used with respect to COVID-19. Uh, the phrase is essential workers. Now, in COVID-19, there are essential workers. These are the frontline people, the nurses, the physicians, uh, everybody who works in a hospital situation. You know, I have a daughter who is an ER nurse, and she's worked in the midst of COVID-19 since March. I mean, she's there every, every week, multiple days, throwing her life into people, and God has sustained her. But this, this idea of essential workers... Uh, we want to relate to finishing well. Uh, Randy, you heard a sermon recently. Tell us how this happened and uh, about this phrase that has lodged in your mind. Yes, well, uh, I heard and read uh, some information uh, from a dear friend's uh, sermon 
uh, a couple, three weeks ago, I think, on this topic. And it just struck me. Uh, he's, he's the, our friend is actually a friend of both of ours. And, uh, and you've known him a longer time than I have, Hal. But uh, he's uh, gone on to start his own ministry. Uh, and he gives talks, gives sermons uh, in the course of his uh, responsibilities these days for his ministry. And in so doing, he brought up the idea of essential workers in the context of his ministry. And it, so it, why I thought it might be useful to us today, Hal, is that I think the idea of essential worker applies to those of us trying to finish well. If we think about it in a totally different way than, um, than it's being used in our culture, uh, and that is this, that, that God wants us to be essential workers in the kingdom as we finish well in our senior years, in our aging years that God wants us to perceive ourselves as essential workers in, in facilitating the positive impact of the kingdom, but also just in growing the kingdom. And, and just whatever comes up, being, being a, a positive force um, with a purpose of, of acting out that force in the kingdom. So that was what struck me, Hal, is that the idea of an essential worker really does fit the senior finishing well uh, participant in, in, in our ministry, but just in general. And I think we would hope that as you listen to this today, you would, you would see that you are essential and that you would decide that you want to uh, view yourself that way in, in God's kingdom. So you're saying that every one of us as retired or retiring uh, Christians, we, we ought to see ourselves as utterly essential for God's work in our lives, in our churches, in our culture, et cetera, et cetera. Well, frankly, Hal, I didn't see that for a long time. <laughs> I'll be, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'll admit it. Uh, as you and I were kicking around and you were sharing with me some of the thought processes you were having about starting your ministry. And I'm talking, you know, five, six years ago. Um, I listened and I wanted to be a part of that. It sounded like something I was interested in, but frankly, I did not, did not perceive anything like this essential worker idea in your ministry. I didn't see myself as essential to it. I didn't see anybody essential to it. I thought, Hal is going to do well with this, uh, doing your thing. And you're going to impact a lot of people as an individual. And those people will be in churches or you'll impact churches, frankly. Uh, you'll talk to other church leaders, that sort of thing. So I was going down a track of, I want to support you in that regard, whatever I can do to support you, Hal. Uh, not, not, believe this or not, not support the Lord in anything, okay? 
So I didn't see myself as essential, really, in any process here. And as the more I heard you talk and the more uh, you shared, the more you uh, got the got the messages out to other people, and I, I listened to them myself. I began to it began to dawn on me that I'm actually I'm actually that person you're talking about. I mean, it's not that I didn't realize my age. <laughs> I knew I was a senior, okay, but I did not see myself as essential to anything frankly, in the kingdom of God. And the more I heard you, the more I heard, darn it, I am essential. I am a part of something that you have mentioned and we have talked about over and over again that that as an image bearer, I am not retired. I'm a part of an active senior community that is a force for positive aspects of the kingdom and for positive impact of the kingdom. That caught my attention, Hal. You helped me do that. Your vision uh, intrigued me, but your messaging and the scripture, you, you really kind of pounded into my brain, got me aware of how important it is to view myself as an essential worker in God's kingdom in my senior years. So, Randy, what you're saying uh, is that there must be a kind of conversion process. You hear an idea, and at some point, you've got to make it your own or see its relevance to you personally. Yes, I think that's true, don't you, Hal? I don't think we can... You and I, or anybody, can uh, in some way uh, convince, or in some way sell, or in some way market, or in some way uh, give just the right talk, so to speak, and get people to change their behavior and habits. As seniors, we've seen a few rodeos, and we've heard a few messages, and we've heard plenty of pastors talk, and we've heard plenty of people trying to sell us ideas and sell us this and sell us that, especially, you know, you think about all the people you talk to these days who want to talk to you about how you're investing your money and how you're taking care uh, to guard against uh, uh, being short-sighted in how you're managing your funds, so to speak. That kind of person, um, people who want to tell us how to make sure that we take care of our health properly. Anyway, there's a lot of marketing going on to seniors, and so we've we've heard a few messages, um, and so we've learned how to, shall we say, listen with a grain of salt uh, in the in terms of what people say to us. But what what you and I have have I think thought through and what you have gently approached this process with is that once a person grasps that the Lord is seeking my active in participation on his playing field, that I will grasp what I want to do with that. 
what how I will want to do that. And as an essential part of it, I will find a role for myself uh, in, in on that playing field. And it 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 really doesn't even matter. Nobody's telling me what to do. Nobody's Hal Habaker is not giving me direction on do this or do that, and you will finish well. Thank goodness, Hal, you're not doing that. You're simply saying, pay attention, tune in to what the Holy Spirit is saying to you, and you will come up with the right approach that will allow you to set a purpose for yourself, doing whatever you do that will help you finish well with other people by lifting them up. That's what I'm saying, Hal. And part of that is just knowing I'm an essential part of that. Well, Randy, it reminds me of a biblical passage. You know, when Jesus uh, was surrounded with the multitudes, you know, 5,000 men plus women and children, you know, maybe a crew of fifteen to 20,000 people, you know, the disciples said, hey, these people are hungry. We need to send them home to buy food. And Jesus says something very astonishing. He says, you feed them. You, the 12. You figure out how you're going to feed them. So I think what Jesus was saying in our discussion today, you are essential workers. Yes. You work for me and you take on my mindset and you figure out how I want to do it. And they're kind of dumbfounded. <laughs> you know, we're just following you, Jesus. Yeah. He says, you feed them and they come up with all that they can give, which is five loaves and two fish. And Jesus multiplies it to feed fifteen to 20,000 people. So to me, th- that resonates with this idea of essential workers. You know, we're essential and we look at ourselves, well, I can't do much. Well, Jesus says, what do you have? What's your, what's your mission? What are your resources? What are your gifts? And you start feeding or seeing yourself as essential to my kingdom's work through your life. Is that, yes. what, he, that, that what you're saying, yeah. Randy? Yes, yeah. It, so when I start seeing that I am essential to what God wants, then I, I begin to say, but, but. There's always the but. The but is, but what can I do? But how can I do that? But what should I do? Uh, I I had some kind of career. I had some kind of role in life. I had a job or many jobs, whatever my life looked like. I had certain things I did before I was 65 uh, to take care of myself, to take care of the family, to be a breadwinner, to support children to support other people. I did that. Hal and Randy, I'm done with that. You know, I've been retired. I've I've officially got the badge of retirement, so to speak. Or however, I'm I'm no longer involved in that work. So you guys come along and say the Lord expects something from me or has told me I I will do something. I will I will be a part of 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 this essential worker crew, this army, this team. But I don't know what I'm going to do, Hal. I don't. I mean, 
I don't think I have the right equipment. I don't, I'm not equipped properly. I don't think I have the right talents. I don't think I have the right whatever. And you, we doubt ourselves. We doubt ourselves, Hal. Um, you know, in, in a previous message, we discussed a little bit about how I keep myself in a vault. And because I doubt my doubt what talents and capabilities and gifts I have that might be valuable to somebody else, that might encourage somebody else, I keep myself in a vault. I don't even try. And what I think the essential worker idea is it just goes totally 180 degrees the other way. It says get out of that vault as soon as possible. Get your mindset out of the vault. You don't need to be sitting in a vault when you could be out there encouraging somebody else. And so that's why, why I think this is so important. But another point, Hal, is that people need to understand through maybe, what, what would you say, Hal, just interaction, just ask your friends, ask your pastor, ask other people if you're confused about what you might do to be an encourager to somebody to finish well with your life, to lift somebody else up. What If you're looking for a gigantic new service or ministry, yes, you may be waiting for a while. But if you're, work, if you're looking for whatever I can do, however small, however large it is, it doesn't matter. Whatever my capability might be, please tell me. Help me understand that. Then you start asking that question, you'll get feedback. Don't you think, Hal? I agree. I think of Moses when God asked him to lead the people out of Israel, and he says, I've got nothing. And God asked Moses, what do you have in your hand? I mean, what are you holding? Let's use it. Let me start with that. And so I think Finishing Well Ministries is focused on what do you have in your hand? What has God equipped you with? Why has he ordained that you are here and this day and this season of your life, you can make a difference in other people. You can keep growing. And I go back to the uh, sermon, uh, you know, where Jesus fed the, the multitudes, you, you know, what do you have? What's in your hands? And I want to use it. You may think this is nothing. <laughs> I can't make a difference, but yes, you can, you can encourage people. You can use your skills. You can use your gifts. You can use your friendship. You can use your love for others, starting right in your own life, your own home, and branch out from there. Yes. We, we underestimate, I've, in my view, how seniors underestimate the talents they have to offer to other people that will make a difference because they, they underestimate the difference they can make, and they underestimate the influence they have, and they underestimate the impact that they may be already having, the influence they, are, they may be already having, but don't notice or don't get feedback from others about it. But make, they're making differences already in people's lives, in their families' lives, and the family doesn't always say anything about it. Um, so if I have, uh, and, and you know, it depends on my health, it depends on my situation. But if I have a voice, I can certainly talk with other people and give them uh, a word of encouragement or a, 
just a visit to let them know I care about them, right? I think I think we we've got that. If I can read, you know, I can read about what's going on with somebody and pay attention that way. I can I can so yes, there's some little things I can do that in my mind don't add up to some giant ministry. So why even start? But it's those little things that I would argue, Hal, and you can tell me if I'm right or wrong, but that's what God wants me to be doing on that playing field, is just find a few things and do them. Am I right? Uh, you, you are so right, Randy. You know, it's kind of like the illustration of 22 men playing on a football field and 80,000 people in the stands. Of course, that's pre-COVID days. Uh, but we all need that exercise. We are all relevant. I mean, that football game is not an illustration of the kingdom of God. It's not an illustration of the church. We are all players. We are all essential workers. And God has ordained our years so that we would be about his business. And he wants to use every one of us at whatever age we are, in our 70s, 80s, 90s. You know, I just officiated at a friend's burial earlier this week. He was 93. Last year, he discipled eight men one-on-one, even through COVID. Just on the, I mean, that's his ministry. That's what he wanted to do. So each one of us has to figure out what it is God wants to do through our lives. And we all are essential workers for him. Amen. Amen on that. So, so let's try to be a guy that drifts or gal that drifts down towards the playing field. Walk with the railing if you have to, but walk down the steps and get onto that playing field. You might say, well, you know, who's the coach? What do I do? What's my, what's my position? Well, don't worry about that right now. Just get on the playing field is what I think finishing well ministries would ask of you. And Tune into the Holy Spirit. That's your coach. And you will be you will begin to see opportunities. I don't know if we can guarantee that, Hal, but I'm pretty sure that opportunities will pop up. And you'll know you're you will begin to know you're finishing well as you do the as you carry that that work. Jesus, just like all those disciples, has a purpose in every event in every day for you. So let's all be essential workers. Thanks for joining us. I hope you think about this. Hope we all grow from it, through it. And uh, as I mentioned at the beginning, you can listen to these podcasts at finishingwellministries.org forward slash podcast. And Randy, again, it's a great joy to be with you. And may God energize us these days for being about his essential business for us. God bless you.